the spirit of a champion, as he was known, started out as a ski jumper in 1946. He entered a Laurentian zone slalom race and placed second to a top Canadian ski racer. Two years later, he entered as a walk-on and defeated the entire French team in the 1948 Olympic gold medalist Henri Aurelier at the Quebec Kandahar. In 1950, he went on and won the U.S. National Giant Slalom Championships, the North American Championships, and the Harriman Cup, and was voted skier of the half century. After the 1952 Olympic Games, he repeated that feat, defeating gold medalist Stein Eriksson of Norway and Ottmar Schneider of Austria in Stovermont, and again at the Harriman Cup in Sun Valley, Idaho. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And we hope that you will tell your friends and family to go to your favorite podcast provider, go to their app or junglejimhunter.com or to YouTube and subscribe, download, and click on like and rate and review us and become an 831-er, somebody who makes a difference in other people's lives because your life has been improved and better as a result of listening to this podcast. Who am I talking about? Ernie McCullough. He never went to the Olympic Games, yet became known as the King of Mount Tromla and as an instructor in 1951 and then became director in 1954 until 1969. Then he left Mount Tromla and became the director of Blue Mountain in Collingwood, Ontario until 1976. He enjoyed a worldwide excellence instruction reputation, constantly re-examining and revising his system of instruction until he developed the simplest and most efficient method of teaching skiing. He was known worldwide. He coached the Canadian Alpine Ski Team in 1956, where Lucille Willer won Canada's first Alpine Ski Medal, a bronze in the downhill. He was in demand to speak at the World Congress of Instructors, electrifying and amazing the audience, making other instructors pale in comparison to Ernie's presentations. He wrote books. His first, Learn to Ski, published in 1955, was dog-eared and worn out by the time I made it to the national team. He followed it up with Ski Easy, the new technique, which was published in 1973, and he was appointed president and chief examiner of the Canadian Ski Instructors Alliance in 55, 57, 59, and 61. Arnold E. Abramson, president and publisher of Ski Magazine, noted in the preface to McCullough's illustrated guide to skiing, Ski the Champion's Way, Harper and Row, New York, 1967, said this, Except for a few self-taught hermits in the Tibetan mountains, just about every skier who ever hit the slopes has heard of Ernie McCullough. My dad made sure that he did his homework knowing I wanted to become an Olympic ski racer, and the first guy he found out about was Ernie McCullough and ordered his books. I devoured them. I literally wore the pages out. Then, when he found out that Ernie McCullough was one of the instructors and coaches at two-time Olympian, gold, silver, and bronze medalist Pepe Stiegler at his racing camp in Mount Hood, Oregon, just east of Portland, I was signed up and on a flight to Portland. I had my gold-flecked helmet, motorcycle helmet on, and for all the camps he could get me in, I was there for the summer. 
Dad had told me when I went to any ski hill to stand at the bottom for one rotation of skiers before I headed up the hill and watch. Watch and see who is the best, who is the fastest skier on the hill, and then get on the chair with them and follow them and stick with them and ask them questions all day if you could keep up to them. I chased Ernie McCullough all over the mountain, and I tried to stick with him for every camping session. Peppy Stiegler was smooth, but he couldn't match the speed and power and recovery that Ernie McCullough had, and I chased him that summer. I asked questions and learned how ski racers race. Seeing those two champions on the same hill skiing next to each other taught me so much that I couldn't even begin to magnify or even communicate all the things that they taught me. But it taught me most of all that we could compete. A Canadian could compete with the Austrians, the French, and the Europeans and the Swiss and the German. I don't care where they came from. We could compete with them. And so it set me up for my future. I was hooked. I was in. I can't remember anything he taught me about skiing or ski racing, except that it really doesn't matter where you come from. That was the most important thing that he taught me was it doesn't matter where you come from. What matters is that you know what you can do with your skis and make the skis do the work. My quote for the day comes from Ernie. I don't know where he got it or even if it's original with him, but it's my quote for the day. And over the years, I have changed it a little bit when kids and coaches and parents say they can't do it or they can't make it. My quote for the day, the magic is not in the wand. It's in the magician holding it. We like to compare past generations. There's so many variables in conditions and technology that it's impossible to do so. However, there is no doubt that each generation stands on the shoulders of the previous one. Yes, I'm a crazy Canuck and the crazy Canucks are famous, but I stood on the shoulders of Ernie McCullough and all the racers that came from him to my generation. I had a goal to do what no Canadian male had ever done, and that was I learned it from Ernie to win a medal, to be the first Canadian male to stand on a podium at the Olympic Games or World Championships. When I would ask Mr. McCullough what it was like to win a medal, like Lucille Wheeler had in 1956 when he coached, he smiled and he said, it's something you will never forget. Your life will change. Mine did. Ernie is another 831-er that made a difference to me. I am so blessed to be able to live my best life because of him. Thank you, Ernie McCullough. You inspired me. I am so blessed, for I had the opportunity to ski with the skier of the first half century, Ernie McCullough. You made it believable that a kid from an impossible place to start, Shonovan, Saskatchewan, could make it possible. Then I was blessed by another 831-er, the skier of the second half century, Nancy Green. Thank you, Ernie, and thank you, Nancy. You made it possible. Thank you for listening. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet.